2: there with fixture-picture, you're an FBI, this is For The Record, and before we begin, For The Record, we'd like to acknowledge that we are broadcasting from Redfern, the heart of Indigenous sovereignty in so-called Australia, and that we are broadcasting on the stolen Gadigal land of the Eora Nation and pay our respects to Elders past and present and extend that respect to any First Nations person listening in right now. Sovereignty was never ceded.
1: Now, this week, if you're a regular listener of FBI radio, we're doing an artist that you should be very, very familiar with. We're talking, of course, about Aldous Harding and her record designer, which came out last year. And what an album it is.
2: Yeah, we figured, you know, with the seasonal change, we needed a little bit of a mellow one to go through. And this felt like the perfect record. We'd be meaning to do it for so long now.
1: Yeah, this, this kind of feels like the, if you're, if you're going to start listening to Aldous Harding, this is a really, really good spot to begin
2: yeah, a very great place to be introduced to her because she is a very complex character, very a uh, unique type of artist. And maybe off the bat you might and uh, you might interpret her as quote unquote strange or a bit too quirky, but there is a method to everything she's doing, and her artistry is actually quite beautiful.
1: Yeah, and I definitely think that kind of goes hand in hand with her visuals because all all of her visual identity definitely leans on that
2: 100%. strange
1: kind of side. But I, I do think her while her music does kind of dip its toe into that, I still think it's like not straightforward in that it's um, basic but relatively st- straightforward comparative to what her visual identity is. Um, but it's still breathtakingly beautiful at the same time.
2: Yes. Now... A little bit of backstory, Aldous is New Zealand-born, raised in Auckland to Lorena Harding, who is a Canadian folk singer who moved to New Zealand just a few years before Aldis was born. Um, the two were very, very close, and you can see Lorena acting in a few of uh, Aldous's music videos. Now, as a professional musician, a career musician, she lives in Cardiff in Wales, which is probably the strangest place to think of someone really residing to pursue music but for Aldous Harding I think it couldn't be a more perfect fit really. It's strange, barren wasteland and the idea of like Aldous Harding music filling up that type of space is I think exactly her point her point and her MO as a musician.
1: Yeah definitely. I mean she's always in, in interviews spoken about, um, out about being driven by fear and finding comfort in dread and I think that that definitely you know, rings true with her music, she does seem like the kind of artist that never really wants to be comfortable in what she's doing. She wants to kind of live a little, that little bit on the edge mm. and maybe herself not necessarily know what the next step is.
2: Totally. Um, You can tell that it's in this, in these spaces and these uh, places of uncertainty that she's been known to really thrive. And I think that's where fixture picture comes in Mm. you can see like even the way that she stylizes herself in her costuming in music videos how she carries her presence in a live show and the type of way she maneuvers fame and press for example as an artist is quite um is not atypical is more what I mean and quite very unique she's very driven to particular colors she's almost always either wearing black or red um, her presence on stage is very much you sit down shut up and listen um, and it's it's weird to kind of pick apart her as an artist because she's so unique and so odd
1: yeah it definitely It in, in one sense it, it almost reminds me of the maybe like the singer songwriter version of something like an arca where you just don't have any idea where they're going to go next and that is one of if not the most exciting things about um, the project I, I feel like they're Maybe not definitely, definitely not musically, but like not a whole lot of comparisons you can kind of draw between them. But I definitely think in that sense there is.
2: Yeah. And I mean odd as a compliment. She really strives for not being so odd that it doesn't make any sense, but rather just the right amount of of touches and flourishes of oddities to really draw you in a little deeper and, and hold your attention. I mentioned before she's a very sit-down, shut-up-and-listen type of performer, but it's all for a specific purpose, right? Her most recent shows at the Enmore Theatre were pre-COVID sit-down shows, and I remember mm. a lot of people thinking, oh, this might be a bit weird, but it's actually quite perfect and fitting for the type of show she's putting on. Yeah,
1: definitely. I think given given her as an artist, it makes complete sense, and she's probably one of those people that before COVID could definitely get away with something like that.
2: Oh, absolutely. Now, today we're going through her record, Designer, Album of the Week here on FBI. Not that long ago, um, and by not that long ago, I mean back in 2019. It is the perfect kind of weird, dark, strange, brooding, a little bit humorous, uh, shockingly beautiful, and all the time, often all at once. So stay tuned here on For The Record. My name's Maya Billick. I'm joined by Dan Gordon. As always, you can get in touch on 0409 945 945. We love hearing from you. If you went to the last Elder show, how was your experience? Did you enjoy the show? We're
1: going to be playing a couple more tracks off the record right now. This one is called Designer. You're tuned into For The Record.
3: Your angle with that visionary shimmer, a strange thing to roll out a spell a mood, tears water, the flowers of need, and you bend my day at the knee. Sit down, we'll frame the far side. Shapes live forever, designer. I give up on your beauty. shimmer Do not lose your young eyes Laughing at good work with your ugly son Give up your beauty Pinning up your lives like wives
2: You're an FBI 94.5.
0: Do I, do I, do I expecting to be ready for three. I just stood up and I mean it, I have better than my own
1: treasure right there by aldous harding up the top designer and then zoo eyes in the middle you were listening to for the record where we're talking about aldous harding's record designer from last year
2: my gosh what a beauty it is very quickly giving a shout out to josh on the text line who was sharing with us how much fun uh, they had at the anmore theater seated show the perfect uh setting the perfect place the perfect arrangement for an Aldous Harding show. And we are going to unpack now the making of Designer, uh, breaking it down. It's very much a record, I would say, that off the bat is shrouded in a bit of mystique to it, but it's very... Um, hypnotising isn't the right word. But I
1: think it's, pro- I think it's pretty hypnotising.
2: You, you just get drawn in very easily and you stay there and you go along with the record.
1: Yeah, and I don't think her sound has always been this complex. Um, she's definitely had a massive evolution over you know, the last however many or so years uh, in terms of when she's been making music. And this album kind of almost feels like building to that climax of her making her version of what pop music would be by Aldous Harding.
2: Yeah, so her first self-titled debut album was very much in the folky world. And then you have Party. The next record she released, fresh off um, signing with Four AD, and it is a lot. Like you can see the contrast even in the artwork. Um, Aldous Harding is looking dead straight at the camera. It's very bright. It's it's through like a sepia tone, but it's it's bright in comparison versus Party. Her face is completely obscured in a shadow. It's completely dark. Yeah, and, and that's even...
1: that's that. The music as well is a lot yeah. darker with that.
2: It's a lot darker, a lot more brooding. She's been very upfront with the place that she was in mentally um, in the making of Party and how she was in a very tumultuous time of her life. She'd just gone through a very public breakup with Marlon Williams. And then you have Designer. You know, her face isn't on the record cover. And this is, just like you said, Dan, almost her version of making pop music. And we were just reflecting while listening to Treasure how much... This is Aldis taking the best bits of an artist like Kate Bush. And I would even go so far as to say mixing maybe not the specific sonic elements of the the Baroque indie pop of Vampire Weekend, but seeing that influence and seeing that style and making it her own.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I also think like, and while this might be a bit of a strange comparison, I think she's also looked at the way that someone like Nick Cave works his words Mm. and maybe taken like a little bit of influence of that. I think that that. That melting pot has proven to be such a a fruitful fruitful thing for her career.
2: Yeah, even looking at the track listing so far, right? Fixture Picture is quite a languid little bop. And then we're going to go into The Barrel, which is probably her most up-tempo song ever. Yeah. Really. Um, And then you contrast that to Damn, the song right after, which is the best version of a ballad I think she's put out to date. So beautifully done. Um, It's a lot slower. She's in in the best way taking down the tempo a lot across this record but also having a lot of fun with that at the same time.
1: Yeah she seems to be um, in cruise control in a really good way in this album. She's really kind of letting letting her songwriting do the talking and not feeling like she has to flex overly too much.
2: Yeah and again the video for The Barrel couldn't tell you what the meaning or the sense of it really is, but you can just tell she's having a lot of fun with it.
1: Mm. Really, really beautifully done, this record, and we're going to keep listening to a little bit more of it on For The Record here at FBI Radio. Uh, If you want to get in touch, 0409 945 945 is the spot. Do so. We'd love to hear from you. Hear what your thoughts are on the record. Why you love Aldous Harding.
2: We're going to go to The Barrel, my favourite track on the record. And if you have some time, go and check out the video and get acquainted with Aldous Harding's kooky choreography. You're an FBI. I
0: feel i Words you do not read with me I hear a song from inside the maze The very one you made You shook at the ivory mantle As a poet I knew to be gentle When you have a child So begins the braiding Stay Barrel. It's already dead. I know you have the dove. I'm not getting wet. The barrel, the barrel, looks like a date said set. Show the ferret to the egg. I'm thought i'd make Is uh-huh. it? I did it once. Jump up and down Your chains almost sound Like a tambourine
2: all night FBI 94.5
0: But I don't have the wish to go back
2: Second record, Party, it's Imagining My Man by Aldous Harding, off the back of Dam and The Barrel from Designer. The album we're going through today on For The Record with me, Maya Billick and Dan Gordon. And I feel like what we mentioned before, Dan, about the... Uh, growth of Aldous across her three records—it's pretty apparent, no more than in something like *The Barrel*. In contrast to *Imagining My Man*.
1: Yeah, I think that she's slowly but surely becoming one of uh, the most interesting songwriters making music right now. Um, and it's pretty pretty wild to think of considering her humble beginning humble beginnings as a um, quote-unquote folk singer. Mm. I don't know. I just think, like, a listening even even just listening to something like that, the the contrast is so stark into what she's kind of doing now. Now it's a little a little bit more tongue in cheek. She was always been a bit like that, but I think she's kind of taken she's doubled down on that almost.
2: Well, yeah, it's with this record she had a, f- um, I want to say, TV debut performing the barrel on Jimmy Fallon, which is yeah. also kind of a big deal.
1: Yeah, and I think that I I love the fact that it's resonating with so many people because it. I feel like music that like you know toes the line has almost the chance to to go over people's heads a little bit but I think that she's such a clever songwriter that it it almost was it could never have happened with her.
2: Yeah, and it's it's so apparent her growth but also how she's really changing and adapting and coming into her own as a musician. I think in particular a few years ago when she was touring in Um, as part of Laneway Festival, those shows off the back of Party were quite different to the shows of Designer, for example. I remember a long, long time ago listening to Ben DeClerk give his review on Across the Ditch on Up for It, back when Lucy Smith was still the host, um, and Ben reflecting that she wasn't uh, cold with the audience in any way, but she didn't feel... You could feel as though she wasn't yet comfortable giving herself... Um, entirely to an audience and really just wanted to get the job done. And in no way that she didn't like the concept of performing, but maybe it's more of a reflection of the place she was in at the time compared to these designer shows. I went to the first set of shows at the Metro Theater that ended up turning into another set of shows at the Enmore because she wasn't happy with the sound from the first few shows.
1: Yeah, and that just kind of speaks volumes about her as an artist being, you know, a quote unquote perfectionist and I mm. think that in my eyes that like stuff like that's fine because they she obviously has a really clear vision on what she wants things to sound like and also how she wants herself to come across on stage. So go for it if you, yeah, if you if you want it to be that streamlined, then I guess you gotta.
2: Here's to the kookiness. <laughs> You're on FBI with me, Maya Billick, and Dan Gordon. Oh, and a quick shout out on the text line. Thank you for this Aldous Festival. It's transported me back to her gig at the Enmore when life was sweet and filled with live music. You and me both, to the person who just texted in on oh four oh nine nine four five. Yeah, what the the first pre-COVID seated show that didn't feel awkward at all apparently Um, we have been going through the record top to bottom and we're down to the tail end so we're going to let these songs do the talking before we sign off very very shortly this is Weight of the Planets by Aldous Harding
0: Better put the reins on of the lake.
2: Is Empty by Aldous Harding Following Weight of the Planets My name's Maya Bilic. I'm a Dan Gordon and it's time for us to Jump out of here and make some room For Kiki Amber on lunch It's been such a pleasure spending the last hour With you though
1: We've got one more track to play for you Off Aldous Harding's record But if you want to get in touch with us For the record at fbiradio.com Is the spot to do so Or you can follow us on Instagram For the record FM is the handle
2: you can also grab us on wherever you get your podcasts from. Just look up FBI Radio, and for the record, we'll be there for you. Now we're going to leave you with Pilot, the closer of Designer here. Stay tuned, though. Kiki Amberbo is going to take you, th- take care of you for the rest of the afternoon. See you next week. You're an FBI.
0: to behave Reacting blood for the new